0: Hello and welcome, this is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here are parents, our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Erin Mitchell. Hello and thanks for joining us today on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell.
1: And I'm Erin Mitchell.
0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about a very common experience that many couples have after having kids. And it's the experience of feeling that ever since we had kids, it just feels like we are not compatible anymore. This happens a lot. I feel like I hear this a lot.
1: It's a big thing. I yeah. think um it feels heavy.
0: And and scary, and like scary, I think. I mean and Maybe that contributes to the heavy feeling, but...
1: Certainly. Yeah. I think that... Um, I, I honestly think that this is more of an internal thought. I don't think it gets spoken yeah. out loud all that often, but it, it sort of cycles around. kind of
0: starts creeping in and, and you're not sure it's there, but you're feeling something. And you wish and then- it wasn't there. And then there's like a blow up fight or,
1: or you find yourself sitting before two people like you and me, (laughs) and then your partner says it and you're like, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or you
1: say it and you're like, what?
0: Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, here, here is how we have heard many couples tell this story. So just kind of give you a little example. So, um, John and Dimitri, they've been together for 10 years and five years ago, they adopted their infant daughter, Brianna. And prior to adopting Brianna, the couple would have said they felt close and that they were a good match as a couple. Yet, five years post-adoption, they just don't feel connected anymore. And they seem to bicker about most decisions from small things like who's responsible for groceries to bigger things like Brianna's education and parenting styles. They find themselves saying, maybe this is just not working out and we've changed too much. Or... I thought we were aligned, but I don't feel this way anymore. In fact, I feel like maybe we never were really a good match. And so John and Dimitri have gone from dreaming about becoming parents together and the life they could create to feeling resentful, confused, angry, and like they made a mistake. That is the story I feel that we hear. And that's a painful story.
1: Sure. I think... Yes, I, I think that that is some version of it. I think that is maybe the most intense one, um, and maybe sure, honestly yeah. the most honest one um, or the most thought out one. Yeah, Because yeah, sometimes yeah. I think it just feels like, who are we anymore? Or who are you? Or yeah, who we am just, I? We
0: just don't like to hang out anymore. Or, or we don't know how. Yeah, or, or you go do, I, you know, the, my partner goes off and does. Their own thing, and I go and do my own thing, and or I,
1: did, I don't ever get to do my own thing, it, exact, or I don't even have a thing anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it is, it is kind of like a a slow burn,
1: a yes, lot of times. I and, agree, or
0: like a muscle atrophying. You know, it's yes. just
1: yeah. So I think this is sort of the um, a few layers this in. This is
0: when they're sitting in front of us sometimes, <laughs> yes. and they're like, "This is how we feel," and 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 we think that like maybe we're done correct. Sometimes, sometimes people come or like, we don't way. want
1: to, but this is how it feels. I, but yeah. I do think there's the yeah. version of this, which is also, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know yeah. me. I don't even know how to begin to know us. Well, and anymore. That,
0: that's something you said as, as we were talking about this, that I thought was really, um, important and interesting was that it's not even necessarily that, uh, someone might feel like their partner, um, is is different or they've changed, but they feel like, you know, like be, if it was John and Dimitri, like John feels it's not about Dimitri necessarily. It's like I've changed. I don't know who I am anymore. Or I know exactly situation. who
1: I am and I don't feel like it's compatible with who I know you to be. Yeah. Or you, yeah. who you have been.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so and I, and I think really at the end of the day, like um, you know, what compatibility is about is, is I, I really think two, um, partners expressing that they want to connect, that they want to feel, um, like they, that there's someone that gets them, like there's someone who, um, likes what they like, or wants the same thing that they want. Like this idea that you're working together, moving towards, um, something special, a common goal. I, I think a lot of times compatibility can mean that. Like we, we fit. We and it doesn't mean sameness. It doesn't mean we're exactly I the same.
1: think that you must have seen it in it, my face. Maybe like, so. Wait a minute.
0: But but it just means we like we work together. Right. Me and you.
1: Right. I, I was thinking of it more like um, watch gears. I, yeah. I forget what anniversary yeah. we talked about that. Um, but like working well together you don't have to be the same size you don't have to be the you know right. doing the same thing even have
0: the same function right yeah. yes
1: but it it, it matches you yeah. match up and like it there's a some sort of a flow to yeah. the dynamic and i think sorry you're still trying to talk about the how they do work and no, that is the yeah. ideal yeah um,
0: I, I think so and that is the richness of compatibility that to a desire to be compatible is, is good. Like it makes a lot of sense.
1: There are so many, um, uniquenesses to that too, because what makes one couple compatible is something that another couple hears and is like, that would be awful. Exactly. So it's not there. This is not a universal thing. It it's specific. Um, and it's
0: special. It's unique. It's special. Um, very nuanced. And and, I mean, I think that that's the, the beautiful thing about relationships and partnered relationships is i mean they are so different and and every couple is so different and what makes a couple work is is so varied and and yet at the at the core of it the, those couples want to be compatible in their little world and their, yeah you know and and, and 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 so i think which that, is their whole world so nothing like Exactly. Small about it, mm-hmm. and so that's a that's a wonderful desire. It's something that I think all couples are striving for: is to feel compatible, to be connected. And yet, John and Dimitri come, and they sit, you know, in front of us, and they're like, "We don't feel this way anymore." And I think the the glaring, at least in my mind, the glaring obvious reason why is because parenting changes everything.
1: Sure. The context is entirely different. It also changes a person, right? Which, so, I, which I guess oh, is yes. part so, of the yes, everything. Yes. Um, but I th- I think so many couples come before us and one person, maybe both, but I think one person usually articulates something along the lines of that, what I was talking about earlier. I, I'm I'm either struggling to find out mm-hmm. who I am and to figure out who I have become, my identity as, in this new role, or I, I am... Comfortable in my new identity. I right, know who right. I am. I'm loving it. I, it's or some version that those yeah, are very like yeah. extremes. Um, but it's, it doesn't feel like it's working. Like we don't, because of this, whatever that this right. is, because I don't know who I am or because I do feel certain or anything along that spectrum, I don't know who we are. Yeah. Um, it, and, and, I, it's, and that's not working for me.
0: And I think that that's the reality of change period. But, but we're specifically talking about when a partnered relationship moves from just being partnered to being partnered parents, that inherent in any change, there are things lost and there are things gained. And I think that for a couple, so many times what happens is the shock of the things lost is really disorienting. Um, because a couple might say, you know, we were, th- we, we used to be able to do this. We used to be able to talk without fighting. We used to be able to enjoy these things together. We used to, I used to think that I was going to have this kind of career. I, you know, we were moving in the same direction and then the contact text completely shifts and there's some things that are lost. lost. You're, you're maybe, like you said, you become a different person. Uh, maybe there's career losses. Maybe there is just the loss of time and well, space. Something uh,
1: I was thinking of, it's, it's a really small example, but from us personally, I, one of the things that Steven and I really connected on in our um, dating and even early married life before kids was running. We, we yeah. really enjoyed running together. Um, we both had enjoyed that on our own before we knew each other and then enjoyed it together. And I, ever since we had kids, I don't enjoy that anymore Yeah. I, I, or I enjoy it. It went
0: away Yeah. twice
1: a year, <laughs> um, but yeah, it did. It went away. My, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the energy. It didn't feel good on my body anymore. I wanted yeah. to do more, um, sort of like soothing things that all of a sudden felt a little like, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. and that was a big loss for us. That was a way we had always connected and it was. I mean, I remember you were really sad about that. Yeah, and then yeah. when he would go on his own, I was really sad about that. I would also resent that. Like, wait.
0: Right, you get to go. You're going to go right. take a
1: run. And you would always be like, you should go. You should go take a run. I don't have to go. You can go on your own. Right. I'll stay with him. And um, well, that's not what I want either. I don't want to run. Um, but yeah. those types of things, they can be the silliest things because running, it's not this.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not a monumental it's not I a think. career
1: change it's not a housing change it's not like we had to move states it's not yeah. but it was significant to us
0: and and i think with it comes that idea of i thought we were going to do this running together like that's what i th- that's what i signed up for right and but that's not, what we used to do and we're not doing it anymore and and i think that what what can happen is when couples experience those multitude of little losses and big losses, because I I think that that undoubtedly happens. What I think there's two things that happen. They spend a lot of energy trying to get back to the way things were, and they miss the things that they've gained in this new reality and new context.
1: Another thing I'm thinking about right now, this is something we hear about a lot from just couples in our Instagram community or couples we work with is dinner.
0: Yeah. Couples
1: loved dinner dinners we together. We could
0: go out to, d- to dinner. And we could, or we yeah. even,
1: we used to love to make dinner and yeah. it was slow and we were, you know, we could talk and yeah. like yeah. this was our sort of moment in the day where we reconnected with yeah. self and yeah. one another. After work
0: and mm-hmm. we could, you and know, hang
1: out. Relaxed
0: and connected. We had our nights. Yeah, all uh, those things, yeah.
1: And now it feels like the only way we're going to be able to do that again is when our kid is old enough or likes the babysitter enough or whatever to mm-hmm. be able to do that and then we'll try to get that back. Right. Um, because... Parenting dinners aren't usually any of those things. They're not usually slow. They're not usually relaxed. <laughs> oh, it's
0: so stressful. It's loud. There's like fourteen thousand things going on. They can be. They're all so fun. That's true. I it love that. can be that. great. But yeah. also,
1: it's different. It's definitely not right.
0: Right. And I think that that's the thing. Like s- things are lost. You spend a lot of effort trying to get get those things back, and you miss so much of the newness of what is gained in this context um, with your kids, but also just with your partner, um, new experiences. And I think that undoubtedly that's going to happen. I, I mean, I think that there's, there's no way for, to avoid this kind of experience. I think what we're talking about is-
1: And by this I, kind of experience, you mean the grief?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the feeling of like incompatibility or like things have changed or you've changed or I've changed, whatever it might be. And I think what begins to happen is couples like they don't they don't notice it or they don't say anything about it. Um, and that's how that atrophy kind of begins to set in and and I think it, atrophy begins to look like resentment and bitterness and anger and sadness and, and deep
1: hurt. i and, mean I mean, I think yeah. I think hurt is rooted in most of those things you just said anyway, but um, I know your feelings were hurt. You loved running with me.
0: Yeah. I know some
1: of these couples feelings are hurt. Like, I just want to go to dinner with you. Why can't you do the things like
0: that we used to do?
1: mm -hmm, Be okay with maybe our kid doesn't feel super happy about that babysitter. Be okay that yes, Mm -hmm. they're a little younger Mm -hmm. and or yes, it has to be my mom or whatever who's going to watch them. But like, don't you want to do the thing that's important to me? Why don't you want to do that thing? And it can feel really hurtful. And rather than people talking about that, owning Mm -hmm. how much it hurts, they don't want to feel that. Sure. Uh, yeah. Or they don't want to make their partner feel bad. Right. Or, well, things
0: are stressful enough. Right. Like if I say this, it'll just create more conflict and it'll get worse. Or and, they'll
1: get defensive. And, you
0: know, I've a, tried to say that a lot of reasons not to, but mm-hmm. as always, you know, I think one of the, one of the key things that we suggest here oftentimes is you got to do the hard thing. You got to say the hard thing. And
1: almost always the hard thing is the vulnerable thing. That feeling thing. I really miss yeah. you. I really miss those dinners we used to have. I really miss getting to take runs with you at any point in the day yeah. when we wanted to, and we both felt like it.
0: Or, or I just feel like I, ch- I've changed and I don't know what to do um, about it. Or I feel like you're changing and I don't know what to do, or you haven't changed. And I don't know why, you know, because we have this whole new life and it doesn't, you know, I, all those kinds of things. And I think that, you know, kind of getting to the part like, so, so what do you do about this? Well, I think, The first thing is to what you were saying, Aaron, is to do the vulnerable thing and to grieve what's been lost, like to pay attention to, to what it is that feels hard.
1: And I think sometimes we are so used to, because most of us grew up in homes where we didn't have people helping us practice grieving. I think, um, I think as a global culture, most of us don't have great, um, rhythms around grief. So we don't always know how mm-hmm. to do that. We don't know how. So here's a really great way parents to figure out what it is you're grieving. What are you mad about?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good place to start. Yeah.
1: And what is that about? Yeah. I I'm, I'm really mad that you have all this alone time. Oh, I really miss when we had alone time together. Or I really miss mm-hmm. feeling like I had alone time too. I'm I'm really Sad about that. I'm really hurt that you still take alone time and don't notice. I I seem to have none. Those those things.
0: Well, and you know something that we also hear oftentimes, like from the not um, the partner that hasn't had the baby, and so you know the partner who's maybe not nursing or not um, you know kind of doing those kinds of things. Sometimes that partner feels like what has changed is their partner and their kid have this really unique special relationship and they're maybe left out or not a part of that relationship and they they feel like there's incompatibility there like they don't fit in. Well, uh, even with John and
1: Dimitri who were neither one of them carried Brianna right. or yeah. Brianna. Yeah. Um they're still typically the what kind of primary, like a primary mm-hmm. default,
0: you know, quote unquote default parent. And the other, you know, and another partner. Who's yes. Not, I do you think aren't.
1: you're right that it is most often sort of that.
0: That's true. But it true. isn't you're always, right. it yeah, really yeah. it
1: really isn't. And I think that that in and of itself is another thing that can be very yeah. confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, sorry, go ahead. And
0: and so I, I think that's a great, great, I love that. What are you mad about? And that can give you a, a real um, insight into what you're grieving and what's been lost.
1: And, and to take it all the way through the layers into when you feel, because you typically know like, oh, that's it. That's the hurt place. Um, yeah. And and that is the vulnerable piece to even just acknowledge to yourself. Because I think for, like I said, I don't think a lot of us have good practices for self. And, yeah And this is what I'm sad about. I'm sad about that. And allow yourself to be all the things you are about it, which is also angry. right And that's and, fair.
0: And you can even experience, you know, I, I think one of the things that we jointly felt was lost was like time and space Um, just time where there wasn't something going on or something to do or someone needing you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, but I think even in that we experienced that very in very different ways. Absolutely. That felt incompatible. So like, well, well, I feel that too, but you feel really different about what that means than, than I do. And so I think even in, even in kind of that process, recognizing that some of the things that you're grieving may be the same, uh, on a topic level, but the, experientially it can be different too. Right. Um, and so, and so, first step grieving, what's been lost. And then second step, I think is attuning to what's been gained. Um, and, and I think the only, you can, you can only do that. I mean, maybe it's all a circle, but, but I feel like that comes second in a sense, because Oftentimes our anger and our resentment, and our bitterness is so blinding that we completely lack the capacity to be grateful. Um, I, and,
1: and I do think, I think that's a practice too. I think yeah. culturally we aren't really practicing gratitude. Gratitude is mm-hmm. a practice
0: without a doubt. Except, it can come first.
1: <laughs> except, well, I think, I think the one type of, and I use air quotes here, gratitude people have is sort of that like, you should be grateful you should be grateful like yeah uh, you've
0: got a kid or you know yes. you should be happy that that's
1: yes. and, and 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 i think um or even even within partners if you think about how many couples we talk mm-hmm. to where one person is trying to express some sadness and the other person's like yeah but
0: right um, yeah. and and
1: there's a time for both um so feeling like someone's expressing something i, I mean honestly the the phrase people use is toxic positivity nothing feels worse than when someone sure. is trying to point out to you how grateful you should be when you feel awful.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, when so, you're grieving.
1: When you're grieving. Yeah. So I think that that gratitude really can't feel authentic until you have felt felt, until you have felt like mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. gotten to feel all that you need to feel about what has been lost, how hard it's been yeah. trying to find a new identity in the midst of um, the most beautiful Bumpiest, turbulent, wild ride you've yeah. ever taken, and you thought you were prepared for it, and, yeah. and you maybe were, and it's still all the things.
0: And there's no way you can be right. completely prepared for it. Right. Even if you've already had a kid, I mean, you have another kid, like you can't be prepared for each new context. And I think about, you know, you used the example of like dinner and, you know, that, that being a loss or grief in terms of like, man, we used to have this, you know, sweet, Great time and space for dinner, but also thinking about what's been gained like I think about um we we had dinner at, you know it's it's nice outside, so oftentimes we'll go outside and have dinner and we're sitting at the table outside. The weather's great, all our kids are there, some of them are on top of the table, some of them are <laughs> we,
1: we walking don't have around, great
0: etiquette you know whatever it might be and 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 I think about those moments too, and I'm like I mean. One of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like who would have known that dinner could be this great. Um, And, and, and all of that comes with all the stress of trying to cook and kids breaking down because they're starving. Well, there was once upon a time I was
1: thinking about this and I didn't say it, but now I have to, because it, just goes so perfectly, at least in my mind. Stephen used to love a pretty plate. Like when he would make oh, dinner, yeah. he would like take time to plate it right and yeah, have things like and,
0: like chefs, you know, table. What's that Netflix know. series where like do all the beautiful food and it oh it looks so great and you yeah. loved it. Oh and yeah, and it
1: mattered to you and and it was there was like pride in serving it and now it's sort of like quick.
0: That's right. Feed people. <laughs> Dump it on the plate and shove it in front of someone. Yes. Yeah. But what a special uh, magic thing to do
1: there are differences and I and but I do think that gratitude piece and but and there is a practice to attuning to it yeah Um, and I just think that that can't be forced it has to come naturally from within you Um, so trying to tell your partner they should be grateful that's a that's a tough pill to swallow that doesn't feel
0: good well and I think that this is how these things are circular because really uh, you know very few things if nothing (laughs) is linear in life but being able to attune to your grief allows you to be able to attune to your gratitude. And attuning to your gratitude allows you to be able to attune to your grief. Like, because I think inherently, they both just invite you to recognize what's been lost, but also what you have. Sure. Um, and when you realize what you have, you also realize what you don't. And, and th- there's a way to do that without bitterness and resentment. There's a way to do that with balance. Um, I, well, I was
1: thinking, I think you're actually very good at that when you can say like, I, I don't think you're in the same place, but I did want to share with you something I was really grateful for tonight or sure. in this season or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because we do have different, I have harder times at certain seasons than others. You yeah, have too. opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we can't share with our partner, but trying to make our partner feel that is usually what is that? Like, don't, right. don't ask, like, I'm not there, but I do want to hear that you're there. I don't want to feel forced into that
0: too though. And so on a level like what you're, what, and, and that's where you can begin to feel incompatible. Another way you can feel incompatible, exactly. but what the compatibility is, is that you are both, um, learning and, and saw on some level agreement about the process of grieving and being grateful. And, and that in knowing that there's an ebb and there's a flow to it and, um, that you can't. Um, Make one, yeah. You can't force one or the other, and that sometimes you'll feel them at the same time, and other times you won't, and that's part of life and the dance of being in a relationship and being in that this really unique context of parenting um, as partners.
1: And I think part of that is learning what it's like. Like, what is Mm -hmm. this like for you? Mm -hmm. This is what it's like for me in this new context, in this new stage and age. Like in this early postpartum and this toddler years and these middle years and the teen years, like it's all very different. And, and sometimes I think we feel pretty similarly at the same time, but we don't always. And that's okay too, as long as we're just inviting the other person, like to understand where we are without it feeling like you're there too, right? You're, you're feeling the same thing.
0: Well, Well, and I think that that's sort of the next experience or next part of the process is being, is recognizing Neither one of us knows how to do this. this is completely new. our relationship in this context is completely new. We have some things to learn together and and I think that that is a very compatible place to be we both don't know but we but we want to learn together and and that can look you know all kinds of ways you know when your kids are infants it's different than when they're a toddler and then when they're in elementary school and then when they're adolescents and then when they're young adults, you know, all, like, that. those are new learning curves, you know, or when your kid, you know, we have kids who are really like uh, sports, and they're kind of in, in the phase of life where they play like a lot more competitive um, type of sports. And that's a crazy learning curve and experience of like, how to like care for them and help them with their confidence. And they're getting all these like evaluated and judged. And like, what do we do? How do we like, how do we parent them? And, and it can create, we have different ideas about what that (laughs) looks like. And, Oh, you know, you know, all all these kinds of incompatibilities can, can, can come up with the littlest, most ridiculous things. And with really significant things.
1: I think what, what, what I just realized when you just said that is I think what an incompatibility is, is a lack of understanding of the story that it's bringing up in you.
0: Mm-hmm. Because oh, I yeah. think
1: what parenting is always doing is stirring stum- something in us.
0: Um, <laughs> always. Yes. Always.
1: And and I think that we don't always know what that is. And some of us are more comfortable with that unknowing. Some of us... Um, are, are already have a good practice of sort of reflecting or meditating on that. Um, and sometimes our partners don't understand. And I think when there's moments of incompatibility, it's it's either a closed system, either mm-hmm. in self or in opposite. Of, yeah. I'm trying to understand something about myself or I'm trying to communicate something to you and I don't feel like I'm being felt, heard, understood. Yeah. Uh, and that is what feels... Um, grinding or like a grading or yeah. Um, but
0: the missing, the the missed, the inequity right. or the yeah, imbalance th- that yes. you're experiencing.
1: Yes. Um. So I think that in any stage or age of your parenting or of your relationship, if you're open to understanding for yourself what story is being stirred and whatever is happening in your context, and also for your partner, I think that's where compatibility is.
0: But most certainly, and and it's. And I think that openness specifically in relationship to change, correct um, because in, in the and the thing about parenting, well, the thing about life, but since we're talking about being parenting partners here right now is things are always changing. correct. And so there's always opportunity to feel like we're not compatible to feel closed and, and or to, you're
1: triggering my story. Or, yeah. Or, mm-hmm.
0: or to feel like we just need to get back to the way it was and in all that. When we knew the
1: rules, right. when I knew myself, I knew what to expect. I right. knew you, I knew who to expect. We weren't always perfect, but we understood how to like right. sort of navigate that right. waters.
0: And, and really, I think what begins to, to happen for, for couples is that hopefully they grow and, and become healthier. What they realize is it's the process of being able to engage change and be open to change together as a couple that helps you feel compatible. And and that process is knowing the story, knowing what is knowing what is being stirred up. And, And it's an ongoing process of with each new change, like, Hey, What's going on with you? What do you feel? You know, what are you mad about? What What are you feeling has been lost? What grief are you aware of? Hey, what also like are we grateful for? What What newness um, do we have an opportunity to maybe explore? And, and it's that kind of open exchange between the grief and the gratitude that is the process of compatibility.
1: Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. I love that. The grief and the gratitude.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that, I think that that is hard um, mm-hmm. to, um, to, to come into, it's hard to bring that into your awareness as a, as a couple, because in stress, we, we kind of want to go to like what we know. Right. Um, and parenting always invites us just to go to what we know when really what we're, we're suggesting here is that couples have to step into that newness. Well, maintaining their
1: choice. Yeah. I, choice is probably one of my favorite words. Um, and yes, um, once we go back to what we know and we just keep defaulting and reacting, we've lost our choice. Right. Um, and
0: our quote unquote compatibility. compatibility. That's right. Yep. Um, and so, yeah. And so again, the, the context of parenting is a whole new world. To quote Aladdin, right? In that (laughs) whole new, yeah, that, um, and and it's a whole new world where couples can very easily begin to feel like they're not compatible, and and we really believe that part of the process of um, sort of speaking to that place is to recognize, of course, you would feel that way. Change always brings uncertainty, but there is a process of compatibility that comes with that balance between the grief and the gratitude and the openness to one another's stories in the midst of this um, monumental change. Do you want help having this conversation about compatibility? Our Couple Communication 101 course, After Kids Edition, is the tool you need. You can find the course on our website, createyourcouplestory.com, by going to our Courses tab. Get the course today and start communicating more effectively. Today's show was produced by Stephen and Aaron Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating. This will help others find our content more readily. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.